Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Studio 2 with Victor and Ricks. On today's episode, we start a little slow with the Cavs, Summer, and the News and James Comey. But then things start to pick up as we talk about some of Victor's fun stories in the tale of the text. We also go through a few things that just kind of piss me off in a segment called Venting Victor. We also talk a little bit about truth and information and some of the fun vocabulary words that we've learned along the way in listening to podcasts. So... In this episode number three of Studio Two, we hope you enjoy. You ready? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. So, did you catch? Well, yeah. Obviously, you saw the last two minutes of the cast. Yeah, it was great. What? On your scale of boring to improbable, how would you how would you rank that? Well. So I caught the last I didn't I wasn't able to actually watch the game until about the last minute and a half of time on the clock. Yeah. I was just checking the score and the time on my phone. I have to say the whole time that as the game was nearing the end and the Warriors were down, the whole time I was thinking to myself there's no panic. There's not really yes, when when, team, when teams sort correct. of build that those leads in the last couple of minutes, yeah. you're thinking that momentum's coming. But I've seen the Warriors so many times, just, it doesn't... I I was not them. I was not worried at all, because I was checking, I was watching the game. And just to be clear, we're both score. Warriors fans, kind of. Yes, and I will say this, because people will be like, no, you just hate LeBron. Uh, I am a fan of the Warriors, because I want Steve Kerr to have a legacy similar or greater than Phil Jackson. That's why. Mm, He's interesting. Got, Steve Kerr, as a player, has five rings mm. as a player. Okay? Because he was a coach for the Bulls, right? No, he he played for the Bulls. He played for the Bulls. He played okay. for the Bulls. He played for other teams, too. Yeah. But he was with the Bulls from, like, 93, I think, to, like, 99 or 90. I don't know. Something like that. Mm. But I want Steve Kerr... Well, yeah, because he played for the Bulls. I, that's why I'm a fan of his, and I want him to be like Phil Jackson, just like a great coach. Yeah, which See, he, that's I feel like that's a noble reason, better than saying I just like. Steph he Kirk incorporates a lot of what Phil Jackson taught them when he was a player into the Warriors' um, strategy too, the triangle offense. He incorporates yeah. that. You wonder how much of it is Steph Curry and how much of it is Steve Kerr's coaching and the way that he structures the team. Is there another volume issue? No. I just clicked the button so you can see it oh, progress. I see. More sound issues. Yeah. I feel like this is a no, re- that wasn't recurring... No, issue. That was just a little Recurring trend on this segment. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and... I want to see LeBron cry like a little bitch. <laughs> and Hell, because yeah. I, I'll I feel say, like, that's like the sentiment that... Cleveland's so easy to make fun of, too. Just like Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this... Yeah. No, that's I don't disagree um, with that. But no, I want I like the Warriors. I like Steph Curry. I just I like watching history as it was made because this, they're they're ten and zero in the playoffs right now. They're undefeated. They're eleven and zero, and now they're yeah. But before the yeah. end of the game, and so I'm thinking I could be watching history right now. This yeah. could this could be something for the record books. Undefeated in the playoffs. Part wow. of it also I enjoy a little bit of me likes seeing. Uh, Neil 
upset when his team or his players aren't performing. I have to say that does give me a little he wants them to. little bit of uh, sinister joy. Yes. There's there's, exactly there's right nothing too. there's nothing good about the joy that I feel <laughs> when I know that Neil's crying. I wonder how much money he put on the game. He's gonna lose though. They're gonna win it in four. Yeah. That's quicker than I thought. I thought that Cleveland would have just watching it. how they were tearing through. I read they they'll lose out. The <laughs> franchise will lose out on twenty two million dollars if they win it in four games. Because if they're they did some calculations like if they don't go back to Golden State mm-hmm. to play two more home games, yeah, between ticket sales oh, and like um, I see. concessions and just like stuff that people buy, just like all all of that, twenty two million dollars. So that brings up the question: Is sports rigged? And do you think that if sports are rigged? this could be a time for rigging a loss so that they go back to Golden State for at least one more game. I don't think they would do that because... I'm not saying I them. I'm just saying the system in general oh, seems to... In general. I don't know. I don't know if there's people in a smoke-filled room making these decisions, but something in the system seems to encourage manipulation of outcomes. It's very curious. Just yeah. the way... Just how professionalized the industry is when it comes to... Outcome sports. You don't know, man. You never know. So it would be interesting, but I mean that would be testing the luck because then you'd have LeBron thinking, "I'm going to come back from a 3-0 deficit." It's not coming back from anything. No. (laughs) Poor LeBron. Poor LeBron, man. What are? uh, Let's shift gears because I'm kind of over talking about the Warriors. That's cool. Oh, so let me tell you about my day today. Story time. No, 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 because yeah. it has to do with, like, summer. Okay. I was worried that it wasn't going to be warm enough today to go to the pool, because it was, like, 70 this morning, and then... I was yeah, like, it was a little chilly. I thought it was only going to be, like, yeah, and so then it got up to, like, 80-something, but I was at the pool for a couple hours, and I enjoyed my time, went down the slide. I almost got a uh, Slurpee, but then I decided not to. Um, I almost got a car wash, but then I was going to wait, because it's supposed to rain tomorrow, so I bought a car wash. I can use it in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, like, a pretty solid day today. I was like, man, the weather's nice. It's summer. Um, I love riding my bike and all this other stuff. What are some summer activities that you enjoy? Or what's what's a just a good day in the summer. day of Rick's Dorsell? In summer? I'm not a huge fan of summer, man. I'm really not. It's, it's not a season that I sort of reflect on how perfect the days are. I get through them. I mean, I try not to be outside when it's warmer weather. Which is an inconvenience. I, I love being outside when I can, but if the temperature rises above eighty-eight, then it tends to get yeah, start getting uncomfortable. Yes. So I'm not yeah. looking forward to the string of warm days that we're about to. Dude, have. I discovered a secret. Um, I don't know how I came about this. I think it was something I learned and then I forgot about it and I remembered it again. Dude, baby powder shit makes the world of difference. Baby powder. Yeah, it keeps you nice and dry. In areas you definitely want to remain oh dry. Oh my god! When it's a humid day outside. I actually didn't think about that, dude. It's the fucking best. It's interesting. That shit saved me when I was in Brazil. Oh, oh dude, I goodness. can imagine Brazil. That saved me. Yeah. You want to apply that liberally as well. <laughs> you don't want to be shy. Throw it all over the place. Oh my god. You like winter though, or you like fall? Uh, I like fall and winter. 
I think that those are... I, I just like the, the temperature. The temperature has to be anywhere from... I can do 70s to 80, 85, let's say. 70 to 85, okay. if there's a good breeze. I but, enjoy a nice fall day. I enjoy... I mean, there's a, nothing wrong with... I enjoy like, a I nice, do, crisp, cool day, you know? Yeah. It's so much easier... Well, it depends, because it's weird, like, 45 degrees could feel like 55, but it could also feel like 35, depending on the other, depending on if the sun is out, or if there's oh, wind, or, totally, dude. or if it's, you totally. know, all this other crazy shit. Um, but I like, I like to bundle up for a very short period of time, and then I'm ready for spring again. Yeah, and I think there's a difference from bundling up and feeling comfortable in a sweatshirt. Yeah, I, li- I like sweatshirts. I, I like when the weather is, is just cold enough to wear a sweatshirt. I like that in the fall you're able to, uh, I love, you can do a lot more with fashion, I feel like. Like, you can do the peacoat with the scarf, mm-hmm. you know. Summer, it's just like the same stuff all over again. But you can accessorize in, in the fall. Yeah. Yeah, I know you don't give a shit about that, but. <laughs> I really don't. Uh. I, I do appreciate the beauty of summer, though. I like how blue the skies get. I love how how bright it gets out during the days. Yeah. We have had a string of awesome days these past couple of days. Yeah, the sun goes down at like 8.30. I love that part. That part, okay. Yes. Like right now, it's yes. still... Favorite, it's, favorite part of it's summer, maybe not activity. right now, and it's like in between complete darkness and when the sun was completely up, which it's still light out to a degree, but not for very much longer. Yeah, it's you can still walk outside. Kids are still playing outside. Yeah, if parents Parks say kids open. come home when the when uh, Dusk, when it's dark out, yeah. kids would still be they'd be wrapping up their games right now. They'd still be out. It's a beautiful bit. time of year, in that sense. I summer always reminds me of growing up and running around the block. I okay, this is what I love. I don't know how parents are these days. When I was growing up, it was probably because I had my brother and we hang out with the Dignan boys, and there's just everyone on our block. I'd ride my bike all over the place, and there wasn't there weren't like cell phones or anything. Mm. So, I don't think I ever like checked in with my parents because I think I'd be out from like 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m. or something. I was always near the house. Sometimes yeah. I think I'd maybe call them every once in a while, like I'm at this person's house. But I was just out all the time in the summer as a kid. Yeah, I was out, but it wasn't for recreation it was always football practice conditioning oh. it, summer i think that's part of the reason why i don't like summer is because it was always the time where i yeah. had to get the sweatiest yeah and i did you start that football starts in like july or august practices uh it depends i think i think it's late july no mid july it's after the 4th of july for sure but those were some pretty intense days, man. Conditioning for football, especially in college, that takes it out of you. But it, but it does give you this sense of motivation to work out. I feel like you've always had that, though. What? Work out? The motivation to work out. Yeah, I was going to do that today, but I never got around to it um, because I was doing other stuff. I should have just done it when I woke up at 6 a.m. And then I, like, I got out of my bed and, like, my body was still asleep. And all I had to do was just, like, walk around for probably 10 minutes. 
get the blood flowing. I was like, I'll just lie down a little bit. And then I, like, fell asleep for another two hours. I hate... When I roll out of bed at 8 a.m., I'm, like, a little bit pissed because I'm like, oh, I'm starting my day late. Yeah. I like starting my day around 6. Yeah. It feels like you get just so much done. Yeah. Because, you, you, you like, shit happens and then you, like, you go out or you whatever and it's, like, 10.30 in the morning. It's like, fuck, it feels like it's 2 in the afternoon. This is great. Oh, yeah. And if you can have a work day from, like, 6.30 to 3, 4 o'clock. Yeah, 6 a.m. That really opens up the rest of your day. 6 a.m. is just a little too early for me. Crash course in microphone handling skills. It's cords all over the place. Deuces wild. Yeah, finally, fi- we well, we finally settled on Studio 2. We hadn't, we hadn't done that. Last time we we talked, we were while we were on the air, we were still undecided by the end. So what do we? Oh yeah, Studio Two. <laughs> still, <laughs> what, what, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> no, get it. Glenn Allen thugs informal talks. Do you yeah. remember? This reminds me, of Glenn Allen thugs. Do you remember when I think we were in? high school I think it was the summer before senior year I think we just graduated from high school uh when we I garage hopped for the the first and only time do you remember that you were there you were for sure there you were telling us not to do it oh yeah it's like me you yeah because you guys were Bill I didn't want to be an accessory to it was we got like I think we got like we got Oh, several bottles of wine and like yeah, cans you of did. beer out of it. Yeah, you that did. was pretty cool. I can't, I can't believe that. I mean, really. But again, that was the attitude of that was the fir- first and only, first and only time, first and only time. Yeah. Still, the fact that your morals could allow you to do that is just beyond me. I just want to be bad. Says the self-righteous bastard. I'm not self-righteous. <laughs> no, I was speaking of myself. I want to be brutally honest and saying I feel like this is a stale podcast right now. Why do you say that? I just feel like we're trying real hard to find something to talk about. I mean, what I want to talk about is not what you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about the Comey shit that went down today. I don't know. I Yeah, let's talk about it for I, sure. I didn't, why do you think I don't want to talk about it? Well, you're pretty apolitical and... I, I don't want to be. Put, I don't want to be putting my. Tell me what's my going on. Tell me what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I know that. Uh, I saw that there was stuff going on this morning, but I never got around to watching it on TV. Yeah, I mean, this was this was like the Super Bowl of politics. This is what I saw. Is what this is what I know so they far. Were to. I'm going to open up Instagram. Okay. Oh, Instagram. Really? That's where you get your news <laughs> these days. <laughs> All right, That's, folks. Okay, listen. <laughs> you, you, you heard it from the source. <laughs> okay, listen. Fake news. No, this is... All right, let, no. me, let me show you Instagram exactly... Instagram, man. Let me show you exactly how I started my day today. This is, like, one of the first things that I saw. Wow, I got a <laughs> lot of new new things to check out. Um, so, I open up Instagram. Jerry News. Politics. Political Super Bowl. Fired FBI Chief James Comey will testify today on a variety of issues. Tune in at 10 a.m. Eastern on all major news networks. 
So to a certain degree, yeah, this is where I get my news. On Instagram, following oh Jerry News. Oh, my God. James Ducomey, the former FBI director, plans to testify today on a variety of issues, including Trump's campaign conclusion, collusion with Russian operatives during the election, possible obstruction of justice by a president, and <clears throat> Comey's unusual interactions with President Trump while in office. Then I uh, flipped through some images of some models that I follow. It's followed just it's by, just all wrapped in the followed one, by it? things that say, for example, I wonder if service service dogs get jealous of regular dogs for being unemployed and spoiled. That was from Fuck Jerry. To some other goofy shit, and then back to Fuck Jerry. It shows Comey in the middle, sitting at a desk with cameras all around him, and then like people all over the place. And there's you can see it. There's space, right? Yeah. And it says. When you get roasted in the group chat and the squad awaits your response. <laughs> so That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, tell me what happened with that. Well, there there've been leaks for weeks. So, but okay, so I don't know what's worse. People who who are like you who get their news from just random ass things who don't really care about politics but are still getting it from relatively unreliable platforms and then Though, or those, or those who only listen to one side, like one, they're in one political corner, which is worse: the people getting fake news or the people. I'm, it's not of, fake news. Was he on? No, I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being sarcastic. I'm not actually meaning fake news. I, I'm using that term because it's, it's one of those. It's become a cliche now. I'm allowed to use cliches. But seriously, um, you get your news from, what, fuck Jerry? No, that's the one, that's the memes. Jerry News is the news, is the news one. Jerry News. Yeah, it's... How is Jerry News spelled? With a G or a J? No, J. So fuck Jerry is the meme account that he created. <laughs> Just a bunch of memes. So who fucking is, who hilarious. Who is Jerry? Uh, his name is Elliot, I think his last name, I think it's pronounced Tabel. Or te- I don't know. L- it's, it's not this guy named Jerry. That's just what it's called. And then he created an Instagram called Jerry News, where it is legitimate news every day. Mm. It's like those people that say that listen to like Philip DeFranco, who talks about the news on a daily basis, and then won't listen to any other news source. Just intentional ignorance. Just frustrates me, but not as much as whatever it is you're doing as you continue to scroll through your phone. I know, dude. That's Stop, the type your, of guy. Put your phone down. That's the type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I opened it up to look at that thing and then I just saw memes and models. <laughs> These are the two different worlds that we're living in. Did I tell you about, did I talk to you about my number neighbor? Did I bring that up in one your, of the... Your number neighbor? Then no. No, I don't, no, I don't think so. Okay, so check this out. So I, I got the idea from a meme, and I texted the telephone number that is the exact same telephone number as mine, except for a one-digit difference at the very end. And so I'm my last is last four numbers of mine is zero two one six, right? So I texted zero two one seven and zero two one five. Okay? Yeah. And I text them, Whoa, we're number neighbors. That's wild. 
And the 0215 never texts me back. The 0217 goes, who is this? I reply, your number, neighbor. Same telephone number except the very last digit. And then they didn't respond. So then like a half hour later, I text text them. Isn't that cool? My name is Victor. What's your name? They text me back like several hours later. You don't need to know who this is. It'd be in your best interest to not contact this number again. And I reply, it'd be in your best interest to not be such a Derpenstein, followed by a gif of Chris Tucker from uh, Fifth Element uh, with a hand wave saying, bye, Felicia. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Oh, you make, like, you oh. make friends fast, man. I make myself laugh. I love making myself laugh all the time. Is that how you make yourself laugh? Dude, I was laughing my ass off before I could even send those text messages. Like, just like self energy I just don't understand self, that kind Completely self-understand. Here's another telephone. Here's another one from a couple of years ago. This guy texted me thinking I was some girl. He goes, what's up with you, Tiffany? This Mike from the True Store, boo. <laughs> he spells from the number four followed by RM. Oh my God. What's up? What's up with you, Tiffany? This is Mike from the True Store, boo. So I text back, Hey, Mike, I'm good. What you on, babe? And he replies, Just cooling. Think about your little sexy ass, NBS. So just cooling is J U S without the T, K O O L I N. Think about oh, your little goodness. sexy as A Z Z dot NBS, which means no bullshit. All right? Everyone, we got that? Just cool one thing about your little sexy ass. No bullshit. What you want for tonight? Four. Again, the number four. Man, this guy's got a lot of work into his. You know, just relaxing, about to take a bubble bath. That's what's up, what's up? I wish I was there to dry you off when you get out. NBS. No bullshit. When are you going to let me see you? And I go, I ain't dog. Just Victor. Tiffany must have gave your ass a fake number, and then I text him a picture of the meme, but that's none of my business with Kermit the Frog drinking iced tea. Do you remember? You probably don't remember when that was a huge thing. And he texts back, you must be fucking gay or something. Why the fuck you text me back talking about, hey, Mike? And I reply with another picture of Kermit, just like looking at him, like giving zero fucks. And then he texts me back like six days later, all right? Saying, what's up, Tiffany? Are you what, kidding me? What's up, Tiffany? What you doing? And I'm like, oh, round two. <laughs> so I go, chillin', chillin'. You? And uh, I just reply with the letter U, question mark. You know, because I'm yeah. talking his language. Here we go again. Just coolin'. Think about you. Wow, I forgot about this. I'm coming to the true store tomorrow, boo. Will you be there? Think about you. I'm coming to the true store C-U-M-I-N Tomorrow, boo Number two M-A-R Will you be there? You know it What you gonna bring me, huh? He says What you want? I want your day off, boo And I reply back How about some hot tea? Lipton And I And I ain't got got a day off Since trolling never stops What up, playboy? It's your boy Victor again (laughs) What you doing chasing a girl that don't appreciate your swag? And then I have, uh, I can't remember what this guy's name is. Um, the analyst on Sports Center. I was, um, oh, come man. on, man. So I sent, a, I sent a meme of him saying, come on, man. And then I, and then he doesn't reply back. So I text him back a little bit later saying, just clown and play My bad if I hurt your feelings. I ain't no, no Tiffany neither. And then I put in there, 
when you when you text something, but it's an action, you put asterisks on each side of it, so it's an action, and you're not actually saying this. Okay. So I put asterisk extends olive branch as sign of peace, and then he, I never heard back from him ever again. Ah, uh, how much you want to bet that? Bad turn turn of phrase. How much would you say that that dude's white? I would I would almost oh, I guarantee I would almost guarantee that that's a white kid. Here's another tweet that I really enjoy, or another text that I really enjoyed. You probably remember this one, <laughs> Victor. As a sponsor of Straight Up, I find your tweets unprofessional and highly offensive. Personal comments should be on your account. Call me if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah, that was after I got berated from. That was when. That was when I. There was a girl that started following us on our VNR page. So unprofessional. And so uh, unprofessional. she started tweeting at us, and I tweeted her back, and then I, ca- I actually cannot remember any of it. No. I just remember it was a woman, a girl uh, with huge breasts, and every photo that she had on Twitter was her with, like, weed in her cleavage. Oh, a yeah. on the table. You were saying something about weed like... all Weed covering up her, like, vagina, making it look like it was, like... Like, it was just a triangle of just weed on her. Like, another uh, freshly rolled blunt with, like, weed crumbs on the table. Everything had to do with weed. Yeah. In every one of her pictures. Um, and I think I said something like... I don't know. I, I just remember one of the tweets. I said, Tiggle Bitties. That was like one of five tweets that I sent that were just like super, you can, definitely you can, unpro- you can tweet that from your own Definitely account, unprofessional, you can, but fucking hilarious. See, and I don't understand why you find that shit funny. I just don't get it. Such stupid humor. I am pretty fucking good at writing stuff. No, I agree. That was, that was a fascinating text exchange. I had no idea. What? That was legit how you responded. Oh, I was responding. I was talking about the text back, I, what I texted your mom back. I wrote that apology. I was like, shit, I'm in trouble. I kind of have to answer. I kind of have to give a fuck about this because she paid for everything. Shout out SMT Architects. No. Um, not on this podcast. I, when I said shout out, I was like, crap, I'm being Neil now. But yeah, that's that's the type of shit that makes me laugh, dude. When people, like... Oh, I love doing this. Cheap, you know me, just real cheap laughs is what I'm all about. You are about cheap laughs, which is sad and shallow. Oh, man, that was so funny. I wish, I'm trying to think if I have some other ones. I, I don't think so. This is where we insert the cricket sound effect. Seriously. As you keep scrolling through your phone. Oh, I know. Sorry. Just trying to look for funny material. Oh, we got it. Man. Fourth of July coming up. Yeah, I don't know. I, okay. Uh, oh, this will be great. We can just do, remember when we tried doing Venting Victor? Yes. This will be great. We yeah. can do like five to ten minutes of Venting Victor every podcast episode. Okay, Fourth of July. This is what I love about Fourth of July. Uh, everything, with the exception of God, with the exception of everything, with the exception of everything. Um. Okay. Fireworks, really cool. Uh. Don't understand why Lake Allen gets so 
crowded. Like, are you kidding me? It's just F and Glen Ellen. It's I like know, it's like Rich true. Fest one hundred and one. Yeah. I okay. Here's something that really upsets me with fireworks or with Fourth of July or for like fireworks or like kind of this kind of stuff. Okay. When I see people taking a video or taking pictures, I'm like, are you, can you see yourself right now? How fucking stupid you look taking pictures and video of fireworks. Okay. One, when are you ever going to look at this again? Never. Two, the shit happens every single year across the country. It's going to continue to happen every year across the country. Um... And three, you're removing yourself from the experience by taking your stupid-ass video and pictures that you're not truly enjoying the observance of the fireworks. You bring up a very good point. It's no one when when it, when has any, anyone so ever watched stupid. their old Fourth of July videos that they've taken from their smartphones? Yeah. When when are you ever gonna? I've taken a couple of pictures of fireworks. I never look at them. I've deleted them by now. And it was just a, wa- a waste of me being in the experience and enjoying the fireworks. Here's another thing, and um, I'll sometimes reply back if it's warranted, and it's only warranted with close friends. When I get texts that say, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, and shit, I'm like, I'm well aware of what day it is. <laughs> I just... Yeah. It's... It's For- it's different than a happy birthday text because the Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, Happy New Year, it's just so bland and so vague of a concept to wish someone Merry Christmas via text. It's like I'm again, I'm aware of what day it is. I, you know, Happy New Year. It's one of those things where people feel like like this with the fireworks. People People send it probably just to be genuine, which I can appreciate that if you're being genuine. But it's like, oh, this thing is occurring right now. I need to go to my phone to let everyone know that I'm aware of this thing that is occurring right now. Okay, that's fair. I mean, for me, I see it. But granted, I have friends across the country, so it's like an opportunity to... Yeah, that's true. I'm also a Touch base with people. But I, I also, I also, yeah, I'm also a hypocrite. No, I mean, I like touching base with people who I haven't talked talked to in a while. I mean, granted, I haven't done that for the past couple of years. I do. I now that generally I, now that I went on that mild past. rant, I do do that to people who I don't see very often. It's like an excuse to yeah. to get back in touch with people. Yeah. So I am the very asshole that I hate. <laughs> it's all from where you're sitting. I'm right. Everyone else is wrong. It's the world that we live in. I guess it's just the collection of the amount that you get. It's like one after the other. Yeah. Um, you still you still experience that? What? The Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, and sometimes, I think really what it is, is that I sometimes get it from people that I, like, seen you in, like, five years. I don't even talk to you anymore. I can't believe that I even know who's contacting me because I just so happen to still have your telephone number in my phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I can't count how many names of people I have in my phone. I'll say this. I won't. I don't get upset if I, when I get those text messages from you or Neil or my close friends. But when I get them yeah. from people that I don't, that I'm not in contact with and forgot about, or, yeah, have, no, that, or have no plans on getting in exactly, contact with people, that's exactly, really what it is. Yeah, that's really what it yeah, is. Now that I that think. that if there's not if there's not a sustained relationship behind yes. it, then I agree. I totally agree that it's, it's just a superficial way to be like I'm here, notice yeah. me, kind of thing. It's. We live in such a narcissistic culture, dude. I could do a venting Victor on narcissism forever. I fucking love being narcissistic. Yeah, you do. That's the problem with America. <laughs> That's the problem with America right now. You know what would be really cool, though? <sighs> it's capitalism going crazy. Um, I like. I really like the idea of writing letters. Hmm. You hmm. really have to devote a chunk of not a chunk of your day, but you gotta make sure you got envelopes. Paper. It's an intentional. Does act. your handwriting look good? Yeah. Are you going to mail it today or tomorrow? Yeah. Am I using a forever stamp? Well, I mean, in the same way that. What's this person's zip code? Yeah. <laughs> but it means more just because it, it time time is valuable, yes. and people know that writing letters takes time. So written letters are. I really wish I could have like more professional looking cursive, oh, too, like dude. John Hancock. I I look like a seven year old. I never learned how to. to I think in today's age, though, perfectly. it's totally acceptable to write in print because if, if you even get a letter, that's a shock. So it's like if it's in print, it doesn't even matter. That I just much. have no consistency in my my letters. Really, they're all different shapes and sizes. I have really great handwriting, is what I've been told. You have good handwriting, yeah. But when I when I write fast, I mean, it, look at your look at your three wise men and your monkey. Your monkey. That, <laughs> we we took the soundtrack for. Help! There we go. That's the nicotine monkey sound. Yeah, shut up. That is something that I'm really, I really got to work on. I have to quit smoking. There's this guy in my uh, so bad for in you. One of my classes who's like, he's always on edge when he's in the class. You yeah. um, know, and he's like, oh yeah, like I, you know, uh, low for the week. Uh, or high for the week, you know, I'm quitting smoking, uh, low for the week, uh, I'm going through withdrawal, but I got the patch, so, you know, it's good. And he's just always, like, jittery, um, but he's a really fun personality to have around. But yeah, he has the patch. Do the patch like the gum? Well, I, I'm the kind of person who could use willpower that... Cold turkey? I, I can do cold turkey, that's fine. Hypnotism? I just, I, just, I just have to, I have to set my mind to that particular thing because I don't I don't get those type of like create like those physiological cravings in that sense like oh I could really it's just it's available to me so I I do it how much money do you think you've spent on packs of cigarettes since you started smoking regularly I I don't care to reflect on that (laughs) accurately right now because I would be I would be horrified I would be horrified by the answer what do you smoke? L and M's. What's their tagline? Or their it's a. Uh, I don't know, like <laughs> luxury brand at a dirt cheap price. Yeah, or something it's something like, like that. that. Like luxury, which always is promising. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you say that, uh, cheap luxury, cheap luxury yeah, is like, kind of like all right. Quality something. Yeah, like quality, it's like quality price. price something. It's like oh, so they're cheap. Yeah. Gotta get my Marlboro one hundreds, Reds. Oh, so when my so my grandma when she used to visit every summer, my grandma smokes. She would smoke straight up 
Benson and Hedges. Yeah. 100s. And I don't know what those are. So 100s are the are like for that extra craving. They're the longer cigarettes. Yeah. They're longer than the No, no, I know, I know that. Yeah. Benson and Hedges is just like this know. old school brand that like old people smoke. Okay. Um and one time I saw the pack of cigarettes sitting in her purse in the basement with the with the lid slightly open, mm. fresh pack just calling my name. I was maybe like 10 years old. So I go, I'm, no one's around. So I grab the pack of cigarettes and I smell them and I take one out and I run it across my nose and I smell it and then I put it in my mouth and I suck it in and I can kind of taste the flavor a little bit and I was so close to stealing one and lighten up. But something told me, no, not this time. And I put it back. You've always had very good restraint when it comes to vices. You may, uh, be, you may be a child internally, but... That's debatable. You don't engage in excess. Okay. Like, you don't do things in excess yeah. too much. That's that true. I'm aware of. Yeah, unless that's you're, true. Unless you're hiding it. Which you could be. No, that's But it's unlikely. True. You're very transparent. You are very transparent. I like that. I like that about you. <laughs> Thanks. No, I always... I, I always... I never have to question that you're being honest and straightforward. It's awesome. I just don't see why you... Like... It's, it's so much easier to just tell the truth so you don't have to... Because then it's out there, and then you don't have to deal with any other follow-up questions. Yeah. Um, and it keeps you accountable, too. Because yeah. if you're going to tell the truth, you might as well not do something that you wouldn't like telling the truth about. Very true. Also, I found that when you... I pulled this up for a reason. I'm okay. on my phone right now, and Rick's was bashing me on my phone, but I pulled this up for the next topic. Um, yeah. Also, when you're blunt with the truth, it just shuts people up. So you don't have to deal with their bullshit, too. Yes. You don't try and sugarcoat anything. Yeah, like, uh, like, <laughs> oh, you want? Oh, you don't want to see this movie? Why? Because uh, it looks like it fucking sucks. What? Yeah, I don't want to see that. Can we, let's do something else. Yeah, you know what I mean. Little stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that gets rid of a lot of confusion because people, people, a lot of times will wonder. Oh, well, like what? Like even Neil. I mean, he texted us about a a, mo- uh, a reason why he was downtown, and. There's more. I was surprised he used the verbiage, oh the language. I was he used, shocked because he's he gets on like when I. I know. I think when I. I was wondering about that too. I'm I was like, like, that's what? pretty straightforward. That doesn't sound like him. No, that did that did not sound like him. I was like that. What? Yeah. But maybe is he working? I don't know. He, I don't know. Why would he type those? words then if he was working like but that's just speaking of words i started keeping track of all the words i've been hearing in the podcast to yeah. increase my vocabulary nice i love it i didn't write the i have i have the definition on my note card okay um but for example like and some of these words i like know but, but you don't i know don't the i don't know definition. how to define what they are yeah you have a sense of like their place yeah like rancor behoove mm-hmm. um it would serve you well. Yeah. Uh, ubiquity. My favorite. Lexicon. Yeah. Lexicon. I mean, that's, that is, that is how you describe your vocabulary. Um, 
your lexicon is the yes. the range. It's of such words an awesome badass word. And then this one, which I was very surprised, you would probably know this. Antediluvian. Antediluvian. I have to say, I don't come across that word very often, so that doesn't stick. Really? I mean, I... I Antediluvian? In its context, I could probably determine what it means, but... I don't have the definition. I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure... I think antediluvian is like the time frame prior to the biblical great flood. Hmm. No one used that word in seminary. That's probably because I love also when you Google words, it tells you when they were popular and if they're oh, popular Oh, that now. is the great... It's like, popular, super popular in the 1700s. Nobody uses that S- word nowadays. See, I would recommend anyone yeah. who has an interest in that, yeah, Google. Antediluvian, of or belonging to the time before the biblical flood. Synonyms, out of date, outdated, passe, old-fashioned. Or, if you're using it in a humorous context ridiculously old-fashioned. Okay. I see. Good. But I was like... I, I never knew the definition of that, Where does the word diluvian even come into play? I love it. Well, D- that's that's when you research diluvian. In Man, learning yeah. is fun. Well, I'll do... I will do that when I come across words that I don't know, which is very uncommon for me to come across words that I don't know, but I when I do, it surprises me, and so I, I'll research it and, and do the Google thing and be like, yeah. oh, okay, but... Some of those words, like antediluvian, I, that's not a word you see very often. No. It's, it's, that's but like it's a, a word new, that Chris like Hardwick uses. Antediluvian? Chris Hardwick. Uh, he's the one who said it. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if that fits into his philosophy. Because it could, it could be part of a philosophical movement that I never studied as well. Because um, diluvian, diluvian could be a, a f- philosophical thought in antediluvian. Diluvian, which reminds me of DeLorean... Like the car, GMC, the I'm DeLorean. Not, I'm not a car guy. Did you ever watch Back to the Future growing up? No. What? Mm. You know what? Did you ever watch Home Alone? Yes. Okay. Grace was like one time, I think you were there with us at the bar. She goes, I've never seen Home Alone. Oh, yeah. And everyone's just like, what? And she's like, never seen it. I'll probably never see it. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And it, she was right in the sense that, like, it is one of those movies that people love because you grow up with it, but then, like... It's like Blues Brothers. It's like, a, it's a part of your past and upbringing, which yeah. is why it's so great, which is true, but, for example, so was Good Burger, and I saw that movie, like, six years ago, and I was like, this movie sucks, mm. but I loved it when I was a kid. But Home, Home Alone is the best. Oh, she's also never seen, like, A Christmas Story, mm. and I was like, yeah. I, I said to her, I was like, that's only on... Uh, a 24-hour marathon, like, around Christmas time. And then, like, later, this guy, Caleb, or I said to Caleb, like, yeah, Grace has never seen a Christmas story. He was, he's like, what? He said the same thing. Well, that's only on a 24-hour marathon, like, during a, he, during Christmas. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, like, I haven't seen Forrest Gump. Dude, you it. would love Forrest that's Gump. A, that's a pretty popular one. I haven't that seen, I is haven't seen probably of one of the best films of all time. Mm. I've heard... It is an extremely not, it's moving... Not, it's not, it's not my genre, great, though. It's not a, it's you've not never seen it. You don't know what it is. Have you seen it? I know what it's about. 
What's it about? Life is like a no, box of dude, chocolates. Dude, it follows. So Forrest Gump. Would you like it a follows, chocolate? It's the story of. Run, Forrest, yeah, run. Yeah, I know. But run. listen. It's the Don't biography. spoil it. If I'm going to watch no, it, I want to be surprised at the outcome. It's the biography of this guy. You see American history unfold through the lens of Forrest Gump. So, for example, there's a scene where he's a kid and his mom, they have like a plantation and his mom rents out rooms and one of the guys is like, hey, check out this number. And he starts dancing, moving his like knees and hips and, and the guy's like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I'm going to have to use that. And it's Elvis. And then uh, there's a scene where, like, he's in high school and the schools are being um, integrated, like the black and white schools. And then, like, one of the girls drops her book. And he goes up and grabs the book and, like, gives it to her, which is, like, no one would have ever done that because she's black and he's white. And then it cuts and from a different perspective. And it's, like, black and white, like a news camera. And they use real footage, mm. too. He's also, like, he's on, like, Johnny Carter. No, he's on, uh, he's on some talk show, and he's, like, sitting next to John Lennon, and it's a real episode of a talk show with John Lennon, and they, like, they throw in Forrest Gump in there. And mm-hmm. then another one, for example, and this will be my last one, but, like, he's in the hotel, he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to go to sleep, but I just, I, there's some men with flashlights just walking around, and they're just keeping me up all night long. And then what happens is it's the men with the flashlights are the people that uh, that are guilty of the Watergate scandal. Mm. And the, so it's like all he's like in American history. And it's so cool. Well, it's now that, such a cool movie. Now that you've given me the, and dude, the synopsis of the movie, love I, I don't. The I, have soundtrack. No re- I have no reason to watch it anymore. You would no. You, you would just love my last the reason. soundtrack. You you, you have perfectly captured in visual form. No. In, in audio form, the visual. Lieutenant Dan, dude, you gotta run, watch Forrest, it. Run. You would love it. I trust me. You would watch that movie, and you'd be laugh like, you know what? Thank you for making me watch this movie. Thank you for making me watch this movie. Well, thank on you. That may note, I have another? Thank you for watching this podcast or listening to this podcast. You could watch this podcast too. It'd be probably pretty boring though, because we don't. Are we have wrapping it up. I mean, we're at 45 minutes right now, so... Yeah, we had a boring first 15 minutes or so, though. That's fine. I mean, give, give and take, we will always aim to be as authentic as possible. All right, well... So, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until, until next time. Until we meet again. Do you have a sign-off or anything? No, my, my, really my sign-off was just going to be a one-liner that's different every time. I think last time I said... Or at one point I said, that's the end of that chapter... There's, I said something else, and right, now I, just, like and right now I just said, until next time. Until next time. So, right. no. I, we're, we have to still you work on say, our sign-off. You, you can say, until next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something. It comes with the flow, I would imagine. Until next time. All right, we're good.